everyone. Welcome or welcome back to my podcast. My name is Ari and I am the host of this podcast and this week's author is Mia T. Beck. Thank you so much, Mia. Let's go ahead and give a round of applause to Mia. That was actually me doing the sound effect. That was a real sound effect right there. But thank you so much, Mia, for sending me your book. I loved it so much. I really enjoyed reading it. And I'm going to go ahead and give a quick little synopsis slash summary and tell the readers what they can expect from your wonderful book, The Pearl Hunter. This middle grade book follows two twin sisters named Kishi and Kai and the adventure that one of the sisters has to go on to save the other sister. So let me go ahead and break it down for you guys. This book starts off with disaster striking. In the first 30 pages it already tells you what's gonna happen in this book and what the whole plot of this book is which I love it got to it right away it was very interesting very intriguing basically what happens is a sea monster kind of thing takes Kishi which is one of the twin sisters and the whole rest of the story follows Kai and her adventure that she goes on to save her twin sister while on her adventure she comes across many things some good some bad many challenges she has to make many sacrifices she makes a really good friendship along the way so this book basically has it all and one thing I really loved about this was a mixture of folklore and mythology in this book and I really appreciated that element in a middle grade. I feel like it also kept it almost based on history and like fun elements so I like that a lot about this book but yeah that is the main premise of this middle grade book. It's so fantastic. I cannot recommend it more. I really enjoyed reading this book like the whole time. I loved it. I hated every single time I had to put the book down and I always really looked forward to picking the book up and finishing it. It's kind of a bigger book like it's around 300 pages or so which isn't like that big but it's like a decent size and I finished it pretty quickly this book was so wonderful I loved it so much so you guys be sure to go check it out I'll have the links to purchase it in this episode description but yeah if you want a good middle grade adventure with love for each other and your family and siblings then I highly recommend checking this book out it also just came out this year so very new be sure to go check it out and before you leave I actually had the wonderful opportunity to interview the wonderful author of The Pearl Hunter, Mia Beck. So here is the interview that I got to do with her. It was so fun and I hope you enjoy it. Hi Mia, thank you so much for being here with me today. How is your day going? Great. It's spring in New York City, so the daffodils and tulips are blooming. It's really nice to be able to go out again without a heavy coat. That is so great to hear, and yes, I am glad spring is here as well, and like you said, I love that I can now finally step outside in a t-shirt and not be cold and run back in for my jacket. So yes, that is very nice. I'm glad you are having a wonderful day, and let's go ahead and begin. So the first question I have here for you is, have you liked writing since you were a very little girl, or did you happen to stumble upon writing as you got older? Yeah, for as long as I can remember, I've always loved writing and books. I was one of those kids who would turn on a flashlight in bed late at night and read under the covers until my mother opened the door and told me to go to sleep. So from a young age, I I knew I wanted to be a writer, but I didn't know how a person went about making a living as one. Then one day I was reading my local newspaper, and it struck me that the names over the newspaper stories, the bylines, those people got paid to write every day. They don't get paid much, as it turns out, but that's how I discovered journalism. I worked for my high school and college newspapers, and then I spent the first part of my career as a daily newspaper reporter. That actually proved to be a great education for writing fiction. You're quoting people, so you learn how to write dialogue. You're observing details about people and places, which is great for developing characters and setting. And you're trying to see the world through other people's eyes of all ages and from every walk of life. 
You know, I love the way that you said that. The way that you stated that was really well said. First off, I think it's so interesting that that's how you came across writing. It was kind of like you knew you liked reading and I'm like you. I literally read at night until my parents tell me to go to bed towards like the last point to where it's like, okay, go to bed now. And I just think it's really cool that you loved reading for years and then you didn't really think it was something that people could do as their job. And then as you got older and then you saw newspapers and you saw those names, you were like, wait, that could be me. And then you basically became that for a little while which I think is also really cool that's how you got your experience and I never realized until right now all of the things that go into writing an article or a story for a newspaper all of the things that you have to consider like all the things that you said that really helped you become a better writer I think that's so cool that you shed some light on what it's like to write a newspaper article so thank you so much for that now the next question I have for you is what inspired you to write your book The Pearl Hunter and are any of your characters based on any of your friends or family family members. I became serious about writing fiction about seven years ago and joined a writer's workshop so that I would have regular deadlines and also develop a circle of writer friends for feedback, which is really critical if you want to improve as a fiction writer. First, I was working on a different novel, one that's unpublished, and it contains a scene in which a character tells a bedtime story, and that bedtime story was an early version of The Pearl Hunter. Several people in the workshop said they'd love to read more about the two sisters, so I tucked that idea away for a later date. Then in March of 2020, the pandemic shut down New York City. I was laid off from my job, but since my husband had remote work and my daughter had remote school, I had a lot of empty hours to fill, and that's when I came back to the story of the two sisters. My daughter was in middle school at the time, and I liked the idea of writing a novel for her age group with a strong female character. I also loved the modern-day retellings of myths and fairy tales like Rick Riordan's Percy Jackson series and Adam Gidwitz with the Grimm's fairy tales, I thought it would be fun for my main character Kai to use her knowledge of Japanese myths and fairy tales as a resource to overcome the obstacles on her quest. You also asked if any characters in the book are based on my friends and family, and I'd have to say no, at least not intentionally. It's possible if you asked my friends or family members if they see resemblances that they might say yes, but I didn't consciously model any of my characters on people that I know. Yeah, I mean, I completely get that. I feel like sometimes some people would like to make their characters kind of as like something for their family members. Like, oh, I kind of base this character off of you and their characteristics, which I think is a really wonderful thing. But then I also think it's really powerful when you can create your own characters without taking any inspiration or ideas from people that are actually around you all the time. So the fact that you created all of your characters just based off of your imagination is so incredible. It shows how imaginative you are and how talented you are in writing. And I mean, I loved all the characters. I fell in love with all of them. They were all just so wonderfully done. So great job on that. I think you did a wonderful job with the characters, especially not knowing that they were all just from your brain. And also back to the first part of your response to my question, I also loved the Percy Jackson series. I had to read the first book for school. And then after that, I like read the whole series because I loved it so much. But yes, I love that series as well. And I also love that you got inspired to write a middle grade book for your daughter when she was in that age group at that time. You being a mother, I think that was very 
very nice of you that you, you know, saw your daughter and you were like, I want to make stories for people your age. I think that's so wonderful. And also, I could not believe it when you said that The Pearl Hunter wasn't really like your main story. It was actually a story within a story. And then people were like, wait, we want to hear more of that. And then that's how that came to be. And also like with the whole COVID-19 pandemic, I know obviously it has brought a lot of bad to this world, but in some ways, like your book, it has also brought a lot of good because maybe without the pandemic happening, you wouldn't have had that time to sit down and write The Pearl Hunter. So I think it's so wonderful that, like I said, obviously the pandemic had good and bad things. And I think this is one of the good things. So I'm very glad that you had time to write your wonderful book. It was so great. But now moving on to the next question I have for you, what is one thing you have learned from being an author? Probably the main thing I've learned is how much time it takes to do things other than writing. It's all super fun, like choosing the artist for the book cover, picking the narrator for the audiobook, making a video for the publisher's social media team, or prepping what I'm going to say at a bookstore event or a school author visit. All of it's super fun, but it also takes time, and it could get very easy to feel stressed or overwhelmed by all the various demands. But when I signed my book deal with HarperCollins, I made a conscious decision to really enjoy every part of the process because it really is the opportunity of a lifetime. I love that you see it that way and I think more people should just in little things in life you should see everything as an opportunity of a lifetime and just to be grateful and thankful to even be living and doing whatever it is you're doing so I love that you see it like that because it is and I'm just so glad that you said what you said because you know it made me realize something it made me realize that yeah everything may be stressful and everything takes time but if you can prioritize your time and if you get everything done and be in a positive attitude everything will all work out eventually and I I liked how you said all of the behind the scenes stuff that goes into being an author. You know, I feel like when people hear the word author, they think of, yeah, the person that comes up with the story and writes story that I'm reading right now. But it's also the author does other things. It's not just that. And I loved how you said, you know, you get to pick the reader for the audiobook. You get to choose the artist you want for the cover of your book and all of those interesting and fun things. And like you said, everything can become stressful. It's a lot of things that are very demanding and pulling you in every way, it seems like. And I completely get that. I mean, like, this is obviously on a smaller scale but when I create these episodes it's like a lot of work obviously which I'm not complaining about I love doing these episodes it's something that I find a lot of joy in but it's like a lot of steps that I need to go through to you know get this episode published for everyone to hear but like you said everything is time consuming but in the end it'll all work out and the next question I have for you is will there be a sequel to the Pearl Hunter I know many people like me that have read it are wondering this so please answer the question is there going to be a sequel a lot of people ask me if there's going to be a sequel to The Pearl Hunter, and the answer is I hope so. I don't see Kai going back to the quiet life of a pearl diver. I don't feel like her adventures are over yet, and I also think it would be interesting to tell the next story from the point of view of her twin, Kishi. So hopefully the publisher will feel like there are enough readers out there to warrant a sequel. Oh my gosh, yes, I hope so. I loved the first one. I mean, if it's the only one in the series or not, I loved it. And I think that is such a wonderful idea. I would love to have a book from the twin sister Kishi's point of view. I think that would be such a wonderful story. Very creative and just a whole different thing because it's like a twin, but it's a different mind. So I really hope that that does happen. You guys, let's try to make that happen. Go support Mia and hopefully help her with getting a second book in this series by clicking the link in this week's episode description to purchase the book 
book. I cannot express to you guys how good it is, but just please go check it out. It's wonderful, and I really hope this book gets a second book. I would really love that. And now, the last question I have for you is more of a fun question. This is something new that I'm doing in my interviews with authors, but I kind of want to bring a sense of, I don't know, kind of just like a human that anyone can relate to, you know? I feel like it's really nice to hear all of these things about being an author, but I also would like to have a question that gets your audience and my audience and everyone listening to this to know a little bit more about you as a person and not just an author. So the fun question I have here for you is like a question that you would ask a friend when you first meet them, and it is, what is your all-time favorite dessert? Wow, that is a fun but tough question. So I'm the mom who is always okay with dessert before dinner, which means I'm the type of person <laughs> who has a hard time choosing a favorite dessert. I have a recipe that's been passed down to me from my grandmother for a chocolate chip pie with a graham cracker crust, and that's what I'll make if we have a special occasion in our family. Right now, I'm also obsessed with these miso sesame chocolate chip cookies that are sold at one of our neighborhood shops down the street. So basically, I think it's safe to say that I love anything with chocolate in it. Yes, that was a hard question because even for me, like I love dessert so much, especially chocolate, which I know chocolate isn't really a dessert. It's just like, I guess it's like a dessert, but it's like not something that you would eat alone. But I love chocolate so much and both of those desserts that you said have chocolate in them. So if you could just imagine my face when I heard that those desserts had chocolate, my face just like lit up. I want to try making those, the chocolate chip pie. I've never heard of that before. That sounds so delicious. I have to go find a recipe like on Pinterest or something. That sounds so good. I really want to make that now. I'm also really craving that now because I'm hungry. I'm probably gonna go eat some chocolate right after this interview. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for doing this interview here with me. It was so much fun getting to talk with you and getting to know you, not just as an author, but also as a person. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I also really enjoyed reading your amazing book. So thank you so much for sending me your book and for being here on my podcast. It was so fun to collaborate with you. And with that, I guess this brings our interview to a close. So like I said, so many times. Thank you. Thank you. I had so much fun and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for having me and for giving me the opportunity to talk about the Pearl Hunter. And yeah, you guys, that was the interview that I got to do with Mia. It was so much fun, and I love the Pearl Hunter so much. So once again, thank you so much, Mia, for sending me your amazing book and for allowing me to read and review it here on my podcast and be able to interview you. It really was a pleasure. So thank you so much for being a part of my podcast and helping me on my podcast journey. I really, really appreciate it. And before you guys leave, I actually forgot to do this in the intro part of this week's episode. I forgot to read the back of the book. I wanted to read it to you guys. It's just like a few sentences because it basically sums up the story probably better than I did. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it real quick. So on the back of the dust jacket, it says, I'm the one who breaks the rules, Kai thought. I'm the bad twin. What if the ghost whale had come for her but took her sister by mistake? So that follows what I said about how the book is about that one of the sisters gets stolen by the ghost whale and the other sister, Kai, goes on the adventure to save Kishi. And I loved it so much because she also thinks that the ghost whale took the wrong twin because 
because Kai is the one that breaks all the rules. She's a disobedient one while Kishi is the one that follows all the rules and is like almost perfect. So I loved that Kai thought that the ghost whale took the wrong twin. So while she's also trying to save her sister, she's also trying to prove that the ghost whale took the wrong twin. So like I said, I love this book so much. I really recommend checking it out. Be sure to check this week's episode description for the link to purchase this book. And yeah, you guys, that is the end of this week's episode. It was so fun for me to record this one. I love it so much. And yeah, book lovers, always remember, keep your head in the clouds and your heart in a book. And I will see you guys very soon. Bye, friends! Thank you.